Welcome to the Nairn County Podcast, which is brought to you in association with our digital partner Zion Energy, the leading blockchain software and digitalization experts leading the field in emerging technologies related to oil and gas tokenization. For more, go to Zion.com. In this, the final part of our Gary Ewing special on the Nairn County Podcast, Gary tells Graham McLeod the story of his triple red card away at Flazerborough, his memories of the pre-season Oban tournaments, and his feelings as Ronnie Sharp's first departure from the club, and Gary's decision to step away from playing. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Nairn County Podcast, and if you did, why not like, share and recommend it to a friend? So for one final time, it's over to Graham and Gary. Kick off this section, recalling the day we put six past the noisy neighbours. Clack in their own backyard. We then go to Clark later that season and win 6 0 in what I think is a lot of supporters' most memorable game watching there. You were actually on the bench that day because you might actually be shocked to hear this, but you were actually on holiday the week before. So you missed a game the week before where we won. I think we won 5 0 at Fort William the week before. But you came off the bench in that one. How enjoyable was that? And do you remember much about that game? Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable all round. And you say I was on the bench, but. If there's one game you wanted to be on the bench for and watching, it was it was probably that game from a supporter's point of view. It was just a, a joy to watch. It was just so fast flowing. The the speed of the attacks, um, the goals that we scored. I think everything we were we were hitting on goal was either hitting the target or, or going in. It was just one game that you wanted to be involved in. And obviously, I was gutted not to be playing. But as you say, I hated a holiday. So, but came off came off the bench. I, I think Eddie might have got sent off again against them. So. He was, I think he was playing centre mid at the time. He took me on. Um, I think I went in at left back or something. Just I think Sinky went in one, did he too? Yeah. I think Sinky, that's right. That's what normally happened. I think he would have gone into the centre and then I would have filled in for Sinky at the back. So, and then even then, I think it was maybe only four, four or five maybe. And then we went on to score a goal or, or two goals more. So, no, it was, I mean, it's always good to put one over on your, your local derby, but um, just to do it. To do it that way, yeah, I, I don't think they could handle us that day. As I say, the pace that was in the team, Willie Barron and Holmesy, Motty, Farker, Tessa as well. Well, not for speed, but for, for finishing. But yeah, just just all in all, a good day and a, and a good performance. We reached another semi-final later in the season. We beat Forrest and we beat Wick en route to the semi-final of the North Cup. This time, it's towards the end of the season, the competition. Rothus then stand between us and a cup final on this occasion. We'd already beaten them home and away in the league, but we lose one nil at home. What are your memories of that one? Just a real downer. and It seemed like one of those ones we just did everything but score on the day. I don't think we had the same mentality as we did when we played against Wick, where we thought we were just going to turn up and win. I think we definitely went into the game with a bit more fight about us um, and yeah it, it, as I stated, said earlier kind of just summed up the way it went with Nairn at that time with regards to sort of quarterfinals semi-finals just always falling short at the at the final hurdle and it was a sucker punch and unlucky for, for Smithrow being an own, an own goal <laughs> probably didn't play fantastically in the game but to go out on that sort of way was a was a bit of a blow and, and Rothis weren't weren't the worst 
team at that time. I mean, again, with all the teams that were round about the bottom, there was a lot of fight about them. Um, and I think that's what a lot, of, a lot of fans forgot, was that they just automatically thought that you could turn up against these teams and, and roll them over. And it wasn't the way. I mean, Nairn were the same same before that, that, yeah, we took some poundings. But one thing I don't think any player gave up was their, their sort of fighting spirit. And it's the same with, with teams like that. It's a semi-final, so you want to win the game. But yeah, it was a, a tough one to take. Again, so close, but, but so far. But after that, though, things picked up in the league. We actually went unbeaten in the league to the end of the season. One of those games was a 1-1 draw down at Fraserburgh, where we finished with eight men and hung on for a point. Now, I don't think anyone would ever describe you as a dirty player or a rough player, but you did pick up the odd red card, including one or maybe two that day. Can you tell us about that? I think it was three. Well, maybe it was two, but uh, again, Fraserburgh, just a, a tough place to go. And that clock next to the pitch doesn't make it any easier. But the referee that day, oh my God, he was just the, the worst referee. Everything just seemed to be going Fraserburgh's way. I think Brooksy had a really bad tackle on him. He was getting really bad tackles all day. Um, and then he just reacted to one of them, barely pushed the guy, and then I think the referee showed him the red card. And then it kind of all kicked off after that, and everybody got involved. And then I said something to the ref and got a red card. And then he said something as I was walking off, and I reacted to it. I turned around and then ended up giving him the finger. And then I got another red card. And then I said something to the linesman when I was going off. I think I might have got red carded after the game. I can't be quite sure uh, because of what I said to the linesman. Um, so that was obviously... Brooksy had gone in and then I went in about five minutes after him and he looked up, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so we're obviously getting, we're obviously getting changed and then Johnny Seaton got sent off <laughs> and he came into the changing rooms and we all just started laughing at each other. And to be fair to Sharpie, he came in and obviously we shouldn't have done, with the exception of Doug, I think Doug's was just an outrageous sending off, to be honest. I shouldn't have done what I did. Um, I can't quite remember what Johnny Seaton got sent off for, but to be fair to Sharpie, he was obviously upset, but I think he saw that the referee was just an absolute shambles um, that day. But to be fair to the boys, um, again, that, that fighting spirit that was going about in the team um, still managed to come away with a point from the game, even though being down to eight men. I don't know what would have happened if we were getting beat. Maybe somebody else would have got sent off just to get the game abandoned. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, a good a good game, but I guess for the wrong reasons for, for yeah. the three of us. One of the main occasions that the players used to really look forward to back in those days was the Open tournament during pre-season. Can you tell us about some of those trips? Yeah, um, so they were they were kind of new to me. I mean, the, the tournament was going on for a while, I think, but it was something that I'd never heard of for playing for Nairn. But you played against some really good good opposition. I think the, the first year, maybe the second year, I can't remember when we actually won the tournament. There was your Hearts. Um, I think Dundee United might have had a team in there as well. Um, you obviously had your Open. Um, and a few other teams but again pre-season it was about getting your fitness up I believe they were shorter games so I don't think you were playing 90 minutes I think it might maybe just yeah. half an hour or 45 minute games can't, can't remember but but yeah it was all and we always went down on the I think we maybe travelled down on the Saturday and then we would stay over on the Saturday night um, after the tournament and then back up on the Sunday. So again, a bit of a sort of team bonding experience. Football and the fitness is one thing, um, but kind of getting to know new signings or whatnot that had come into the team, um, it was a good way of sort of getting them to, to know everyone. So yeah, it was always a Always a good laugh. I think I, I think I maybe played in two or three of them. They were always a, a really, really good laugh. And one year, I think, I'm pretty sure we, we won it, which was which was good. The next season, after finishing fifth in the league, didn't quite happen. Do you have any memories of why that might have been? Was it just down to injuries to key players at key times? 
Yeah, not quite sure to be honest. I mean, obviously coming fifth in the league was was a great achievement for for the team. But maybe in some in some players' eyes, they they felt as though we could be we could be doing better. Um, I mean, it was a really good squad, and fifth in my eyes was was fantastic. But maybe there were some players that felt as though we should should be doing better. But I honestly thought we were going to kick on the next season. Sharpie made a few few other signings, but yeah. I don't know, to be honest, is the, is the truthful answer. Football's football's football. You see it often with with professionals. They'll they'll go and win the league one year, and then the next season they're mid table or, or lower. I don't think it warranted what happened to to Ronnie. Um, I think what he'd he'd done for Nairn and what he'd given to the club it was a bit below the belt, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I was going um, to say that. I mean, Ronnie was obviously then sacked mid season. So you know, how did that make you feel, and how was the mood about the squad at that time? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm close to Sharpie anyway, so it was kind of a blow for me. He brought me to the club, um, and I enjoyed a good sort of two, two, three seasons there. So it was a a blow for me when that happened, um, and I think it was a blow for a lot of boys who had who had played with Sharpie, um, your likes, your Nuggets, your Moes, um, all of these guys that had had been there with him through the the dark days. So yeah, it was a it was a, a blow to me personally. And yeah, I, I don't honestly, I, I could put my finger on one particular thing that went wrong in that season. Maybe it was injuries, but I guess it is what it is. That's football. These things happen, um, and you just have to move on from it. But but yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a nice period. The first time I'd experienced it I've never worked for anybody that's in any walk of life that's been sacked over anything so to, to experience that wasn't wasn't nice um, and I remember the conversation we were we were up training at the show field and Sharpie and Derek Main came out and we were already at start and Sharpie called us all in and just said that he'd just been given the sack and I think a lot of the comments were what does, does coming fifth not not get you anything in this club um, and that's how a lot of boys felt was we just got the club to its highest position since when did you say 1977 or something yeah. yeah so it was a tough pill to swallow I think for a lot of boys that we'd done so well that season and then to quickly it was kind of just forgotten. Wes Fridge and Mike Fridge took over how did you find working with them obviously you knew Mike already from being on loan previously. So got on, yeah, got on well with Mike and got on well with Les, to be honest. Um, hadn't met Les or, or was really had worked under him or that before, so didn't know his, his training methods or, or his sort of match preparation methods or anything. So so he was obviously brought into the club um, and coming from a professional background as, as he did, um, things quickly became a lot more professional. But to be honest with you, from from when Sharpie got, that night when Sharpie got, Sharpie got sacked, I kind of... Not that I stopped enjoying football at that precise moment, but just the the way that that happened, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And yeah, I guess I just, it could have been anybody came into that club and I would have probably felt exactly the same way. But I mean, nothing against Les and Mike, great guys and went on to win the club a lot of a lot of silverware. But from my my point of view, it was just, I knew from then on that that things in my head were never going to be the, the same um, for me and, and there. You know, your final game against Fort William in December 2004, I think by that point, Joni, who's obviously now your wife, had uh, moved down the road with her studies as well so that was taking up a lot of your your free time as well so you kind of decided by then that you were going to pack it in yeah um probably a, a long time before then to be honest I used to always walk to train with Willie uh, so Willie and I obviously grew up from primary school and whatnot so um Willie was a is a close friend of mine and for weeks and weeks before that our conversation or my conversation to Willie was just a sounding board really was that I don't know how much longer I can give this 
I didn't feel as though I was enjoying my football. I didn't think I was playing particularly well. I was picking up stupid injuries. Um, as you say, every second or third week, I was um, visiting Joni down south. Um, so a lot of factors came into it. But the main factor for me was that I just I wasn't enjoying playing football anymore. And I remembered having the conversation with, with Les and um, Michael and Peter and just saying that I've had enough, just wanting to to call it quits and they'd offered to like, just let me have a couple of weeks off or as long as I wanted but in my head as I say I'd been thinking about it for for weeks months before then um, so I didn't really see what point taking another couple of weeks off or months was going to do to me um, in my head I was just I was kind of just done with football um, it, it got to that stage and yeah it wasn't a nice conversation to have I mean I've obviously still following there and being a local lad it's a big part of my life but it, just at that time um, I just felt as though I'd, I'd given all I'd really given to, to football and was done You had a comeback at St Ninian for a few seasons a, a little bit later down the line after that and it's almost like coming full circle. I mean, we started out talking about going to watch your old man at the showfield when you're young and then you end up playing with St Ninian towards the end of your career. Tell us about your time there. I don't know how long I hadn't been playing, but I remember Rennie was the manager at Saints and not long after I'd left Nair and he asked if I wanted to go and go and play for Saints. And I said no. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the fact that it was it wasn't Nairn that I wanted to play for and I wanted to play for somebody else. I just didn't want to play football um, was sort of the end line of it. Um, but then obviously Ronnie went to Saints um, and he asked if I wanted to come back and help out. I mean, I was still doing a lot of travelling down south and back up. So I said to him, look, I can play if you're short or whatnot. And then it started to develop, develop in, into a little bit more than that um, when I started enjoying it a bit more, playing a few more games. Um, but again, a lot of local boys um, and it was just good it was good crack um, I think that's what it was it was the banter was good win lose or draw the banter was always good and to be fair I think Sharpie pulled together quite a good squad of players and there was a lot more winning than there was uh, than there was losing so no it was it was good yeah and as you say with my old man having played for Saints um, it sounds daft but it's a team that you want to play for it's a team that you go up and you watch um, you watch regularly as a, a young kid and yeah it was a, a game a good part in my my footballing life to say that I'd um, had played for Saints. So bring us up to speed then, Gary, with what you're up to these days football-wise. You're obviously based down Edinburgh away. Do you get out to see any games at all or does the wee man enjoy kicking the ball about? Three kids. Um, I used to get to a lot of Hearts games. Um, I used to stay just around the corner from Tynecastle, so um, that was always handy. But now having the two wee boys, um, the oldest is four, so I'm trying to get him into football, but he seems to be more interested in cars at the moment, so uh, we'll see. He's got a Hearts top, but at the moment he just sees it as a top, he doesn't see it as a Hearts top. But no, I'm hoping one of them will, will maybe want to, to kick a ball in the future. But no, just in, enjoying life down in Edinburgh at the moment, and hopefully the sooner the better that we can get out of this mess that we're in at the moment, then yeah. the better it is for everyone. Yeah, so overall then, how would you reflect on your time in football with, with obviously Rotterdam? And, and Ross County and a, a stint at Saints as well. Enjoyed it. I think I always look back now thinking I wish I had the head on, on the shoulders that I've got now back then. I think when you're a young boy coming through playing football, you're immature. You take criticism, or I did. I took criticism quite badly. Um, rather than letting it develop me, I think I probably let it grind me down more than I, than I should have. And 
in hindsight, maybe could have tried staying at a higher level. Um, so when leaving Ross County, seeing what other options were, were available to me. I mean, I wasn't enjoying my football at the time, but a fresh start in there and seemed to kickstart me. Could a fresh start somewhere else at a higher level have kickstarted me in the same way um, that you see a lot of other boys leave clubs thinking that their career's over, but then go on to have a pretty good career. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I've, I've enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed my time at Ross County and the, the young boys that I that I started with, so Brian, Sid, uh, Dowser, Gary Stewart and Davy Calder were all really good pals, um, and more remain good pals, and met some some good people through football. And my time in there, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, as I say, Sharpie's a good pal of mine, so being able to play to play with him and a lot of the other guys that were in there at that time. And I always see, when I mean, we came fifth in the league at that time, and it was a major achievement for Nairn. Like yourself, I went and watched Nairn in the 11-12 drubbins that we used to get all the time. So it's, it was good to see us progressing. And it was a good, that was the start of it, I think. Um, Les went on and did what he did. And now obviously Sharpie's back in, in charge and has got a good young team that seems to be challenging as well. So so no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change things at all. That's grand, Gary. Thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Thank you, Graham. The Nan County Podcast is brought to you in association with our digital partners, Zion Energy. Click on zion.com to find out more.